Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look at grain markets. They were mixed this week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Get ready for seeding with New Holland equipment from Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devon at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy sky. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50, increasing to 50 gusting to 70 this afternoon. The high today, 17 degrees. The low tonight, plus 3. Tomorrow, sunny. Wind northwest 30. The high 19. The low, plus 1. Sunday, increasing cloudiness with a high 16. The low, plus 3. Monday, cloudy. 70% chance of showers. High 11. The low, 0. Tuesday, sunny with a high 17. The low, 4. Wednesday, sunny. The high 16. The low, plus 3. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high near 14. Normal high for this date is 16, the normal low, 1. The sun rose at 5.33 this morning. It sets at 8.18 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is leader at 16 degrees. The cold spot, up north Collins Bay, plus 1. Estevan is 11. Saskatoon, 13. Swift Current and Weyburn, 14. Yorkton, 11. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 15 that's 60 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest, 39 gusting to 50. Humidity is 48%. The barometer rising, 100.7. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 15. Winds are from the west-northwest, 48 gusting to 67. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 15. That's 60 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall's Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com and Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Farmers, get your spot loss hail insurance with SMHI online or connect with an agent. Storms are unpredictable, SMHI isn't. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is seeing an expansion of information starting next Monday, May 4th. Stay tuned to 620 CKRM for all your agricultural information, starting right after the noon news package. That's a newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today starting Monday on 620 CKRM. Grain prices this week were mixed. Futures market advisor Adam Pacallo of PA Financial in Regina says canola rose $6 a ton while wheat was down 20 cents a bushel. Well, Jim, we've seen a few interesting moves here this week. Uh, the canola market in particular has uh, actually gained a, a little bit of ground here, up about $6 a ton. And I would say it's attributed to actually the soy market increasing slightly, as well as actually the Canadian dollar starting to decline. Today here, uh, we're close to down one cent on the day. We are now under 71 cents on the June futures. So I think that's a little bit positive here for the 
canola market. However, you know, overall the trend is kind of near the bottom, so that's something I'm still watching for clients. What about wheat? On the wheat front, Minneapolis wheat trend has still been quite a bit lower. We're right at almost the contract lows. Yesterday on April 30th, uh, there was actually a new contract low made on the July Minneapolis wheat futures. So that's something to definitely watch and keep in mind. Overall, the funds have been really selling a lot of grains here. There's actually a record short in recent history on the corn market. So that's something that's been pulling things down, mostly attributed to it seems that the crude oil market has been kind of uh, affecting ethanol demand and things like that. So overall, there are rains for the Western Plains, which may ease some crop concerns. While the extended models are dry, you know, Western Kansas does actually uh, look to get hit with the rain in the next five days, which is seen as negative, And I think that's why we're seeing maybe prices come down. Overall, this is, again, I've mentioned this last week, time of the year where weather does typically move these grain markets. And kind of on a bit of economic political front here, because Trump actually announced that they might be a little bit more aggressive on China for possible their their involvement on withholding coronavirus data. So that's where some are a little bit worried on what might happen there on the trade front. And that's where we could actually see maybe some of these grains like soybeans and corn decline a little bit more. How much did wheat fall this week? Wheat on the July Minneapolis contract declined approximately about 20 cents from Monday and until today. Yesterday was actually quite a strong day. However, today we're actually giving back most of those gains made yesterday. There could be a little bit of a reversal or some bottom buying here. The market is quite oversold, so that could help support prices. But again, the outlook right now for, for grains and again, the trends are still lower and that's often you don't want to get in the way of that. So the outlook next week and beyond? I'm going to be watching closely here. Again, weather models, I think, is the number one thing that I definitely keep in mind, as well as just how the overall economic situation is going. So this was actually the fastest increase in April for the stock market uh, in the U.S., and that was just lending a lot of optimism as well as some new possible vaccines for, for the drug. But for the grain market, they've been actually holding their own. And now we could see some some kind of declines here if the overall stock market starts to decline again too. Adam, I also understand that you've received a nomination of some type. Tell me about it. That's correct, Jim. I'm one of the nominees for a Wealth Professional Award. I, I'm quite excited to receive it. It's a, it's a national award that I could possibly get for industry leaders. And the nominations were announced here this last week with the judge, judging panel actually deciding the winner on September 30th. And uh, again, it's nice to be recognized for this type of achievement. Adam Piccalo is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999.
Scientists around the world are racing to develop a vaccine for COVID-19. The University of Saskatchewan is at the forefront of research being conducted in Canada and has developed some significant vaccines for livestock over the past few years. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau recently announced the Vaccine and Infectious Disease Organization International Vaccine Centre at the U of S has been awarded $23 million to fast-track efforts to develop a COVID-19 vaccine. Dr. Scott Knapper is the Acting Associate Director of Research for Vito Intervac. We were the, the first group in Canada to isolate the virus, which is uh, an essential step in trying to develop any types of therapeutics and vaccines. We were also the first group to develop an animal model. And again, you have to have those types of models in place to, to do any type of testing. And we were also the first group to be able to come up with a, a vaccine candidate that we had worked with uh, similar viruses in the past. And, and based upon those experiences, there were some, some logical targets to go for. Um, so we were able to develop a, a vaccine for COVID-19 based upon those targets. Where we're at right now is we've taken the vaccine, we've put it into our animal model, which is uh, a ferret, and we're also looking at hamsters. We've been able to show that the vaccine induces immune responses against the target we were hoping for, so that's very good news. And what we're doing this week is that we will be infecting the animals. So we'll infect a group of unvaccinated animals and a group of vaccinated animals um, to be able to measure the, the therapeutic benefit of our treatment. Assuming everything goes as we anticipate there, a lot of the summer is going to be spent um, showing the efficacy of this within the animal models as well as showing the safety. And in that time, we'll also be producing material that's suitable for testing within human beings. So in the fall, we hope to go into clinical trials in humans um, to be able to show that this is safe and effective. Dr. Knapper says the ferrets were effective models for the SARS outbreak, which is a closely related pathogen. He says the entry point of the disease for ferrets is similar to humans. He says researchers at Vito Intervac are very busy. Yeah, so normally uh, Vito Intervac has about 175 people. So we're here at the University of Saskatchewan, and at the moment, um, all non-essential activity, including research, has been shut down. We have got exemptions for the, the people who are directly involved within the vaccine development. I would say that's probably um, 40 to 50 people. Um, yeah, in terms of the effort, you know, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, that went out the window a long, long time ago. This is um, you very much you do what you have to do when you have to do it to get this moving forward. Dr. Knapper says it's difficult to predict exactly when a vaccine will be commercially available. And that's always the tricky part. You know, I know a lot of the timelines that you see reported of it's going to take a year to 18 months, um, you know, to, to the public that, that seems so long relative to the, the challenges we're facing. But in terms of developing a safe and effective vaccine, that is actually record-breaking time. And, and that's one of the critical things here. We have to make sure this is safe before we can put it out into mass production. So I, I would say... You know, a year is probably an optimistic estimate. There are more than 75 confirmed vaccine candidates under development in 19 countries around the world. We have all of these different groups doing slightly different approaches or even some completely different approaches. And one of the things that's been incredibly inspiring is that we have these weekly calls through the WHO where all the scientists, they, they talk about what they're doing and what the results coming in are. We're all cheering for each other. 
you know, at the end of the day, it's about finding something that works. This isn't about individual glory for a particular lab or scientist. This is managing to come up with something that works. So I would say at this point, to not put all of our eggs in one basket, to have a number of different groups doing this from, from different approaches, it makes the most sense. He was asked if the COVID-19 vaccine will be produced in the country where it's discovered. You would certainly see a part of that. And one of the things we received funding for recently from the federal government was to set up a small-scale vaccine uh, production facility um, here at Vito Intervax. So in terms of the timelines we're discussing, we're hoping that'll be up and running. Um, likely what we would be seeing, though, is that there would be a, a number of manufacturing companies that would be brought into play that, you know, by definition, a, a pandemic is a, is a global problem. So we would have to be able to generate uh, massive amounts of the vaccine very quickly. So it would likely be a, a number of different facilities that would be producing it. Dr. Scott Knapper is the Acting Associate Director of Research at the Vaccine and Infectious Disease Organization International Vaccine Center at the University of Saskatchewan. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollows Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboy, and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for feed barley rose $3 at $183.71. Canola rose $6 at $432.98. Lentils fell $6 at $661.50. Oats gained $1.88 at $221. Yellow peas increased $11 at $280.89. Number one red spring wheat went down 24 cents at $222.60. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $266.39. Flax, $606.79. Feed wheat, $182.70. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July spring wheat is down 7 cents at 508 cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report, Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. Light run of cattle here in Moose Jaw this week. This bull market was strong this week. Cows were steady the last week. Last pre-sort of the spring is Tuesday, May 5th, featuring pens of replacement quality heifers. All these yearlings got to be here by 2 o'clock on the Monday for pre-sorting. The good cows, 65 to 75. That looks like it's the new normal in the cow market. There's getting to be a lot, quite a few backlog of fat cattle out there. We had some awfully good big bulls here this week week they bring a dollar 15 to 127 we did have one big bull 2540 pounds bring a buck 30 he belonged to that highway limousine up there in the bethune country this is grant barnett reporting let's have one great afternoon now the latest saskatchewan pork prices ham sold 6100 hogs wednesday selling in a range of 99 to 139 per ckg today's sales are expected to be around 6500 head selling in a range of 95 to 144 per ckg Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and four contract prices open mixed this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar is up 29 basis points, with the daily exchange at 1.3978. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 71.78 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are mixed, with the Iowa, Southern Minnesota, and Western Corn Belt negotiated regions down by 238 and $1.41 respectively, while the national reporting region is up by 240 U.S. 100 weight. 
Despite the inconsistent moves, both regions are showing signs of discovering a bottom as the daily reference prices so far this week have been higher than last week's. Prices remain historically low, however, with the National Valley 16% lower and Western Corn Belt 45% lower compared to the five-year average seen in this marketing week. Lean hog futures were mixed at the open, but have turned higher through mid-session trading. The weekly export sales report released early this morning showed the pace of exports net all regions is maintaining the upward trend seen since the beginning of the year. Net sales came in 26% higher than last week and 166% higher than the five-year average for this marketing week at 50,300 metric tons, which is the second highest level for this calendar year. Physical deliveries showed the USA exported 44,700 metric tons to all regions, which is also the second highest level this year and 79.6% higher than the benchmark for this marketing week. Of that, China took 20,700 metric tons, or approximately 46% of the weekly total. And so the outlook for today, mainly cloudy skies, gusty winds, 50, gusting to 70 this afternoon from the northwest. The high 17, the low 3. Tomorrow, high 19, the low 1. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 15, that's 60 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.